time, the Sports Talker, presented by Allen Electric. Here's T.J. Walker. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday here on the Sports Talker. It's been a beautiful week all week. It's been a beautiful week since... Uh, every day has been beautiful in Louisville since Derby. And finally, we're heading into the weekend, Trevor. And it's been a full week also of the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. It seems like it's been a little while since we haven't had any breaks in the programming. I don't know what to do with myself. So I am coming live from... I, I've made a new makeshift office because the, the studio here in St. Matthews, which isn't really a studio at all, it's my house. The, the real studio is in southern Indiana. Uh, so I made a, a, a real, a new makeshift studio in the basement. Uh, hopefully Abe will be out of the picture. Uh, he's, he's the dog around here. And uh, if you've been listening for long enough, I'm sure you've heard him at some point. Also, Trevor went out and bought a new microphone today. So trying this out for the first time, it's different because it's, a, it's supposed to be a very nice microphone, but it doesn't have the little cord that goes over your mouth which kind of made me skeptical describe this again to me it it doesn't have it doesn't have it doesn't have a real microphone it's basically a headset that doesn't have a real microphone but it has a microphone built into the headset which goes right by your mouth or it's a it's one of the bits like it looks like beats by dre so it's big It, it looks like so kind of like when you're wearing ear pa- ear pods or whatever they're called, uh, and you can still use them like talk on a phone, even though there's no, there's all there is is that little piece that, like they can hang yeah. out on it, and that's yeah. just on the microphone type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of it that way, except it doesn't have the built-in microphone on the cord that goes in the computer. It's actually supposed to be wireless, uh, which is I, I don't have it wireless right now because I have it plugged in my computer because I'm not sure if I could get it to work because I haven't had enough time to toy around with it yet. But I have it plugged into my computer, but it's supposed to be wireless, so the microphone is actually built in into the headphone at the lowest part, which is cu- close to my mouth. Uh, you and I played with it a little bit before the show. Unfortunately, you said it didn't, it didn't sound like it made that big of a difference. Uh, hopefully, maybe the listeners have a, a, maybe a slightly different experience, so hopefully it sounds a little bit better. Um, but it def- you sound better, Trevor, and the audio sounds better to me. Uh, which I guess that's that's a plus. Well, that's at least you know two out of three is not bad. As Meatloaf once sung about. Did Meatloaf think of, sing about that? To, yeah, why would I? I, I? I don't. I should know you well enough to know that I shouldn't say the next statement being you never heard that song. But of course, you never heard that song. It came out before I was born, let alone you were born. Yes, he did sing a song called Two Out of Three Isn't Bad." Two out of three ain't bad. So far, the new microphone, the. Uh, the, the reviews are not good, so I need to toy with this a little bit more. Uh, the, it says that the sound quality is not great and that it sounds louder. Uh, and somebody else said it sounded a little fuzzy. So maybe during the commercial break, I'll, I'll, I'll toy around with it a little bit more so to make sure I, I know that I'm doing it accurately. Uh, I, I do also hear a little bit of buzzing and white noise, or I guess noise rather, in the... In my in my in my earphones in my buds. So I'm assuming you just turned up your volume, correct? I turned down my volume. I could hear the little beep 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 sound because I was told to turn it down. So that's not good. And okay, we'll 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 figure this all out, and we'll. Uh, I'm thinking about possibly just ditching them right now and just going back to the old computer one two. But we'll we'll stick with it. Now, did I hear you say before we came on here you bought PS3 headset, but you still don't own a PS3? It's a PS4 headset. Ooh, PS4. Look at and no, I don't, I, I don't own a PS4, but I was talking to the nice people there, and they said that this is the best quality for sound and also the best microphone that they had. And I did see the other ones that they had. They were, they were 10 or $15 ones that did not look very good, not, not even as good as the ones I used to have until Abe chewed them all up. So they suggested I get these, uh, which were a little more expensive, but if I ever do get a PS4, I'll have uh, a microphone and headset for that too, because it can go it can go both ways. It also works on a computer. You like the guy who buys the stereo for his car but doesn't own the car? 
Yeah, that's uh, that's actually a good point. Uh, and maybe this is maybe this little purchase will push me in the right direction of getting a PS4 because life without a video game console has been uh, it, it hasn't been as fun the last two years since mine was stolen. It's so like asking may- me to give up food. What, what, oh, with when it comes to video games, uh, I would go. I, I didn't take my video game system on me when I went on vacation last year, for and I was gone for a week. And there were at least two or three times where I was in my hotel room, just regretting that I didn't just pack it up into one little duff bag because I really I was missing it already. Interesting. I, we did get an N sixty four over the last few days, uh, which is nice. I, I think I've said this on the show before, but I can go ahead and guarantee that I'm the best Mario Kart player out there. Well, I'm glad you have an instinct. Where this is one of the few times where you actually come off sounding like the old man in a conversation between the two of us. When you're like, "Oh yeah, I've got that 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 new Nintendo Wii. I'm on that whole Mario Kart kick. It's a game that was popular 14 years ago. I'm yeah, very it's still good. Very cool though. I do like it. I'm very good at Mario Kart and Blitz." And Ken Griffey Baseball, those three games, I'll take anybody in. Uh, but the other popular ones are Smash, which was very popular with UK's team this year. I'm not good at Smash Brothers. Uh, let's see, what's NBA Hang Time? I'm okay. I'm a good teammate. I'm a good role player, but I'm not the one that's going to score a bunch of points. You know, you're behind the times when you're playing a video game named after a player who's been retired for at least almost seven or eight years. Yeah, unless it's Madden, that doesn't count. Yeah, I, I haven't man, I haven't played a Madden video game in a long time either. But uh, enough about video games. We're gonna have a fun show today, and uh, again, apologize for the new microphone. We'll get this stuff figured out. Uh, but there is a lot to talk about, as always, Trevor. There's some basketball recruiting we need to touch on. Spent a lot of time talking about Caleb Swanigan. We'll follow up with that a little bit today. Florida makes their new hire official, Billy Donovan, out, and they they brought in a new coach, Mike White. We'll talk a little bit about that hire. Uh, may have some hot takes there, so get your oven mitts ready. We're going to talk NBA playoffs. We may talk golf. We may talk some U.K. football. We'll get to whatever else we get to. Uh, but we're also going to play another game today, Trevor. We're gonna, it's a new segment. So next week you can you can get a soundbite together for it. I'll so you be, got some, I'm, you I'm, got some homework. I never was really good with the, with the term homework, uh, but I will, get, uh, I will have it ready for next Friday, I promise. We're going to play a game of fact or fiction later on the show today where uh, you, all can, you all can send in questions, fact or fiction. I'll, I'll answer them. It doesn't have to be about sports. If you've listened to the show more than one time, you know that we rarely talk about sports. That's, that's a joke, but, we, but sometimes we do digress a, a bit. Uh, and then I may ask you some, Trevor. You can ask me some. It's going to be a nice back and forth. Everybody's going to get involved. And we'll have a good time with that. So we'll do that at the five o'clock hour. So I can just throw, you, throw something at you, and you tell me. I can be. I can. If I make something up, you would obviously tell me it's whether it's, yeah. it's fiction. It's not a trivia game. It's a opinion game. So you could say that. Wow, this is the best radio show I've ever listened to, and I would tell you fact. You're right about that. It is the best radio show you've ever listened to. You wouldn't dare touch the dial, and then you could say. The show has improved a lot since Yates left and I took over. And I would obviously say... Fact. Fiction. I'm just kidding, Trevor. No, you're not, I, but that's I, 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 I'm <laughs> kidding. I am. Are you, are you, I had somebody say uh, that you may feel a little down because we don't have a Ask Trevor Thursday or an Ask Trevor Tuesday when we had an Ask Yates Wednesday. I don't think anybody wants to go deep into the crevices of my mind. I don't know, I don't know if that's even warranted. You, You've heard where I've given out information about myself just freely without even being asked and have left you probably with your jaw on the ground. I know I've made uh, Nick drop a couple uh, Oh My Lords a few times on his show. We uh, Maybe on Tuesday we'll do something because we've already got Throwback Thursday and now we got Factor Fiction Friday. But see, so maybe y- we'll- y- Yates will hold back. I don't hold anything back. You ask me something, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is, truth or whether it's embarrassing or not, I don't know. No, Yates played by the rules. He, if if we asked him something, he had to be honest, and he couldn't hold back. And, and you know, Yates, he wasn't a overly talkative fellow. True, he was re- he was reserved. But I feel we got to know Yates and and, and op- kind of opened him up a little bit on the Ask Yates Wednesday segments. And I think any fan of the sports talker 
would agree with that. I did. You did. You did. We did get to learn a lot more about uh, Mr. David Yates than, than we would have if we hadn't had that segment. I have I, no problem with that segment. I say, I say, bring it on. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm free for giving you my life story. My memoirs are, are, are a hot seller. Usually we did three questions with Yates. I just don't know if we could if we could get away with three questions with you. Feel I think we'd get in trouble with the radio police. At some point, yes, we probably would. That is the, probably our biggest concern is the FCC. So uh, we'll 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 think about that. We'll toy with that idea. Maybe do that over the uh, over next week somewhere along those lines. And Rob Blackhawk wants you to never say, he tweets in the show and says, he never wants you to say crevice again. <laughs> Especially when you said entering all the crevices of your mind. Once you get inside my head, there's no turning back. Uh, the Players' Championship is still on right now. Tiger, I think, is going to make the cup, but I think he's in 60th place. So he's not he's not competing, that's for sure. Uh, this is the, they're playing at TCP... Sawgrass, if I'm not mistaken, and that's the course with the island green, which isn't really an island green because you have to be able to get to it, uh, not by boat. But some dude just hit it. It hit off the rocks, bounced onto the little shrub, not the rocks, but the wood that keeps the island afloat, and then bounced on the walkway that the players have to walk up to, which is very narrow, probably only about three feet wide, and rolled along there and then back to the gallery in the rough. So very lucky. Uh, I, w- I would love to be able to play the island green. Why is it not an island? Is it sur- is it not surrounded? Is it, is it land connected in any way? Yeah, Trevor. They've got to be able to get to the, to the have green a bridge. Well, that would still be connected, wouldn't it? Not if it's a bridge. If it's a bridge connecting one part of land to another, that that land it has it can be an island. It has a grass bridge that is very narrow, and that's how you get to it. Okay, then that, yeah, you're right. Then that wouldn't be an island. That'd be a very, uh, I guess, more of a peninsula. It'd be a very jolted out, oddly shaped peninsula. Okay. Now that we've discovered, well, now we've gotten past this point, let's move on. But uh, I would love to be able to play that. I might try to find a way to play so, some golf this weekend. Uh, so let's jump right in. Let's get to some of the recruiting stuff as we've just gotten to know each other a little bit better, Trevor, over these last 15 minutes. So the big news of today uh, is obviously the big news of yesterday, and that's Caleb Swanigan decommitting from Michigan State on today uh, during yesterday's show. So we had uh, some some breaking news there. Uh, Michigan State's not happy about it by all reports, and I can't say that I blame them. Tom Izzo not happy about it. Michigan State fans are calling foul about the whole thing. They they think that either Purdue or California got inside Caleb Swanigan's pockets. This and that, just your typical recruiting stuff, which goes to show, just a side note here, is Trevor, you've obviously heard it, all the talk of Calipari's a cheater, Calipari this, Calipari that, UK paying players. For as obnoxious as that is and how old and how worn out that is, first off, it's not new to Kentucky. It's not unique to Kentucky. It's not unique to Calipari. You hear it in football all the time. But it really does trickle down to pretty much every other fan base when a fan base is when one fan base gets a recruit that they think the other one should have gotten. The paying players thing is not unique to UK. And so Michigan State fans are thinking Purdue did this and, and, and California did that. Uh, in actuality, you probably just had a kid, a 17, 18 year old kid that felt pressured to make a decision because it was already late in the process, but he probably thought, okay, I can't wait much longer. What else am I waiting for? I've played in these all-star games. I might as well just go ahead and choose. I don't know if I want to go to California because what if no other great player goes out there with me? I don't know if I want to go to Purdue because they're going to be really bad. I'm just going to decide on Michigan State. It's not too far from home. He probably rushed into a decision and then decided, okay, maybe I need to open this thing up, think about it. It doesn't mean anybody's cheating. I think it's so, it's so on my nerves when, when fan bases do that. And it's almost one of the, when you specifically call another program or another coach, and this goes with football too, when you call that fan base or program and you say that they're cheating, doing this, doing that, it's almost the most sincere form of flattery. To feel so helpless in a process of 
recruiting, basketball, football, whatever it may be, that you feel that the other team had to break the rules. They're that good that you may, you think that they had to break the rules to get where they're going. And, and I don't know if anybody's ever used the phrase that good when it comes to Purdue basketball, at least recently. But it, all signs are pointing that Caleb Swanigan's going to go there. And that doesn't make our show as exciting, Trevor, because if Kentucky was strongly in the mix and you were hearing a lot more buzz about him possibly ending up at Kentucky, that would be... That'd be fun. It'd be fun to talk about. But all signs are pointing him to Purdue. That was the case yesterday. He's going to go there and visit Dan Dockich, who's very connected with Indiana high school basketball. He's heard that he's going to go to Purdue. So it seems that you're going to have a really, really good front line at Purdue next year. And Kentucky, again, going to miss out on another big-name target, although it should have never really been assumed that he was going to end up there. TJ, now wait a second. So you're telling me, that when a when a high school kid, a seventeen year old kid, commits to a school and then decommits and goes to another school, that's not cheating. The other school is not cheating in any way. Because if if, not, if they're not cheating, then the only logical reason is a seventeen year old kid changes his mind all the time. And I can't imagine that to be real. Well, so a little sense of sarcasm there. Did you pick that up a little bit? I did. And you know what? I, I'm not a hundred percent saying that Purdue might have not been talking to him. Which, even that, though, isn't cheating. You look at football, and it's so... In basketball, it's there are these unwritten rules where if a guy is committed, he's committed, other coaches lay off. And football, as we've seen time after time, if a guy is committed, that almost makes him sexier to other coaches where they're going to be calling him and hitting him up more than if he was uncommitted. But in basketball, it's, eh, okay, he's committed, let's back off, let's go find somebody else. So he was committed to Michigan State, but he didn't sign anything. So I, I wouldn't doubt if Purdue was in his ear. They didn't put no ca- ring on that finger. Exactly. Exactly. He he was maybe in a relationship, but obviously not a committed relationship. He'd gone out a few times. He didn't even sleep with him. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, uh, that's a solid analogy, but also a very weird one as well. So he was free. He was free to, to roam his options. He didn't feel like a priority with Michigan yeah. State. Purdue bought him a car. Or, no, he wanted, that didn't sound right. That didn't come out the same way. <laughs> well, that would be cheating, Trevor. That would be cheating. Yes. <laughs> that, that one. That one would be. I, I got that you're playing along with the. Yeah, I got. I got caught up in the old dating analogy. And it dating analogy. Cheating, yeah. Uh, and then it ended up turning into a rules violation, which is the uh, the ultimate no no. Uh, speaking of which, we need to head to commercial break. Some people just hate this topic. Uh, watched watched a few more episodes of Entourage yesterday, Trevor. Still no unattractive people to be seen. Can we get a Twitter account made up like ugly people at ugly people on Entourage? The it just be did anybody the account would be uh, you know there's some accounts that say did Duke lose and or and they'll just tweet out no 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 and then yeah. finally when there's a yes they go crazy. Uh, so, well, unattractive person, entourage. No, 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 no. I don't think that one would ever tweet a yes. Just be a ton just, of pictures, screenshot pictures from entourage episodes. Just your, just your daily update. It, it's, it's so stupid. I'm gonna, I mean, get, a, I'm gonna make it open for this. I'm gonna do it as a segment, and I'll just play like a, like a thirty second soundbite open to it, and then we'll be like, uh, and now here's your ugly person <laughs> entourage update with T.J. Walker, and you'll just come on and go. No ugly. No, no. <laughs> and they'll be at a crowded restaurant with 500 people. And nope, not even in the background, not over at table seven. No, no, everybody is just beautiful. Put the camera Which in is, the kitchen. I guarantee you'll find a fugly person. <laughs> well, they don't do that. And even if they did, they'd spin it. They were at a, uh, where was it? A juice shop uh, with people that were selling juice, just, you know, like healthy juices. Which I don't think you'd see necessarily maybe overweight people there. Not that overweight people are automatically unattractive, but it's just it's it's stupid. Anyways, we need to head a commercial break. We'll leave the entourage to the side, but I will keep you guys updated if I if I find any. Uh, so stick around here on fourteen fifty the sports buzz. We will be right back.
This is Creed, and he is in charge of something, That right? is correct. Say hi to the kids. Hi, kids. Yay. Have you ever seen a foot with four toes? Yeah. Now, back to the sports talker with TJ Walker. Would you cut it out? What? What the is your problem? The hair no, no, no. We're not going to see. We're not going to see the four-toed Creed. Okay. Presented by Allen Electric. She's got something that moves my soul, and she knows I'd love to. I love Office Fridays. It's my favorite day of the week, and that was a fantastic clip of Creed, who is probably my favorite character. I, I said in March, and I'm going to do this next March, that I'm going to do a 64-man office bracket. And I don't know if I'm going to have people vote on it. I don't know if I have enough friends that like The Office as much as me. But I, then I'll just do it, although it will probably be all chalk since I'm going to be the one seeding them. So I'll have to figure that out. But my four one seeds would – Creed would probably be my number one overall. You can't do that, TJ. I love Creed as much as anybody. I agree with you. He's probably one of my—he's probably my favorite character too, because he reminds me so much of me. Probably when I get to that age, but he's not a number. Number ones are Dwight, Michael, Pam, and Jim. You—you you got. I mean, Creed's a two. I can give him a two seed. Maybe a three. There's nothing well, with I, three. I mean, right. three seeds win the title. Uh, do you mean number? Do you do you mean as in their contributions to the show altogether? Because obviously those four guys have much bigger roles than Creed. Creed is just a, a glorified extra to an extent. But how often does Creed say anything that isn't just hilarious? Sometimes he doesn't have to say anything at all. I, exactly. I, I pulled a ton of sound bites from some uh, best of Creed someone put together, and there were a couple of them that I was laughing while I was watching it, and I thought. Darn it! I wish I could use this because it's so good, it, but it's it doesn't have the same feel because it doesn't have the visual. You just don't see Creed's expression in a couple There's, of them. And I just I'm like, oh man, I want to use this, and I can't. Let's there, somehow on a TV show. It's great, and uh, we everything he says is just funny. And there, there's that one where he walks and everything he does, even his looks are funny. Did he you? walks in and they're playing that game of uh, Who Done It, the murder game. And Michael goes, there's been a murder and you're a suspect. And he goes, oh, okay, boss, let me get settled in. And then you see him running in the parking lot to his car to run away. Another one was he walks by Andy and does the cutthroat thing. And he does say something. He, tell, he goes, they're off, uh, off me $3 to walk by Andy and do this. And yeah, I would have done it for nothing. I've done less for more for nothing. And <laughs> yeah. I was just laughing. I thought, I can't use that on the air, though, because no one's going to understand the cutthroat I, you know they're not going to see what he did and why it's so funny that what he's saying <laughs> i also ryan is incredibly underrated yes yeah he and he, he evolved as well because especially the way he started as being kind of the the awkward uh temp that, that michael had some kind of weird crush on and then he moved on to being the the coked out president back to being the guy working at the uh at the at the uh, doing this rental shoes at the bowling yeah. alley. My favorite scenes when he picks him up from the bowling alley to start his own company, and they're pulling up to Michael's house, and he just looks at him and goes, "You got T and T?" Yeah, I don't know why I find that so funny. What I do? He, no character probably devolves more than he does throughout the throughout the series, and and he was too cool for school early on. I'm sure you probably heard that noise too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, I've, I've got to figure this out. I messed with it during the break, and I couldn't. I couldn't get it. Uh, I, I tried to unplug it, and then just do the Bluetooth thing. That didn't work either. But uh, he, yeah, he he goes from too cool to even being there. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to have a role at the paper company. He's just a temp. And then finally, when he gets promoted, it just he really regresses as a as a character. I, in that I'm show. curious how you'd come up with 64 characters. I'm assuming like some of the play the the. The 16 seeds are going to be like guy wearing blue shirt. You know, kind of like in Star Trek, the people that always are in the sci-fi movies, the one that always dies, always the extra wearing the red crew shirt. I, I just can't imagine. I don't think there's 64 actual characters in the office, is there? Oh, there is. You could go with all the all the lovers that Michael's had. You could go with Jim. like four. Other, <laughs> he had like four or five, and then you could go with Jim's girlfriend that he has in season two. You could go with Kenny, who's Roy's brother. Oh, who that was Amy Adams, by the way, wasn't it? I, I think it might have been. Yeah. She, yeah uh, uh, but, yeah, that was funny. Uh, the, the season two is the best season. Anyways, 
Um, Office Fridays. I could, I Trevor, and I mean this. I I could talk Game of Thrones for a long time. I could talk Office until I am blue in the face. That that clip, by the way, was from season two. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, that was take your kids to work day. There is another. Or say, it, it, it was take your daughter to work day, yeah. and Meredith brings her son. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith the son would be in there. Meredith the son would be a sneaky, probably eight or nine seed that I would potentially maybe get a get him to upset Pam. I'm just saying, if you wanted to have Pam a one, but Pam wouldn't be one of my ones. I can't imagine. Does uh, Angela's cat get on there? And one of her cats to make the list? Yeah, you could have all the cats on there. The, you could have, they're known as the field. You could, yeah, sprinkle. Uh, what's one of the other one? Bandit. Who's the Bandit. one during the fire? She threw up into Bandit. the uh, the Bandit. ceiling and it came back down. It's Bandit. Bandit. She yells at Oscar to get Bandit, and then all of a sudden it just comes right back down. Oh, good times. Anyways, let's uh, let's move on. So the other recruiting news, and this one isn't as big right now, although it could certainly mold into. Uh, a huge piece of inf- information. LeGerald Vick, and every time I talk to him, you got to remember that I'm LaTerry Walker. Uh, LeGerald Vick will visit Kentucky next weekend. So he's going to go on three visits, and then I would expect the decision to come after that relatively soon. He's going to visit Kansas State this weekend. While he's in Kansas, he's going to visit Kansas during the week, and then he's going to finish up his tour uh, at Kentucky. And again, how fast does everything have to be moving for our buddy LeGerald here? Uh, he originally he's been he was a 2015 guy, Trevor, but they were thinking that maybe his grades weren't going to be good enough. He was going to have to go to a year of prep school that would help him with his body too. It, it it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world for him to have to sit a year out because of his grades. So he's going to be in the class of 2016. Well, then he pulls out all A's his final semester and his. Uh, grades are starting to look better. He, he, he focuses a little more on academics. Uh, he blows up in the spring. The few games that he has played this spring looks fantastic in it. Now you're wanted by Kentucky, Kansas, a lot of major programs, and he's going to spend his next week as a, as a 17, 18-year-old kid getting wined and dined by all these schools. Probably no actual wine because he's not 21, but uh, he's going to get the red carpet treatment at Kansas State. He's going to get Bill Self to show him all his championship trophies, big Big 12 championship trophies. He's going to be really buttered up over the next week. It's probably going to be a really fun week for him. I, I can't even imagine all the attention he's going to get and how much schools are telling them he need him when uh, a month ago he was probably thinking, eh, I need to figure out where I'm going to go to prep school, which I'm sure probably wouldn't be the most fun decision to make. Is the Gerald Vick actually worth the the – the looks he's getting and the, the red carpet uh, events that he's getting, or is he just more of the product of he's best of what's left? He, it's a little bit of both. Uh, by all accounts, he was a, just a very underrated guy. He, he didn't really stick out as much. I talked to his coach, and having my job, one of the fun parts of it is talking to people and getting to talking to coaches when they're hyping up their players or talking to parents when they hype up their kids, which you obviously they're going to do and you should do. And uh, they were just talking, he he was talking about how his coach was telling me about how LeGerald Vick is one of the best scorers in the class of 2015. He was honest in this sense. And and I'm not saying that he's dishonest in any of this, but he, he said that he's an underrated Malik Newman. He does a lot of the same things Malik Newman does He's just uh, uh, maybe a little bit smaller and doesn't doesn't finish as well, something along those lines. Uh, I think he is a good player, and, and I haven't really watched him play a lot, if ever. I'm sure I've probably seen him play, but never really focused in or keyed in on watching him. So I've just been watching a lot of clips and a few highlight videos here and there. He is good. Uh, he's a good scorer. He'd give you another option. He can also run the floor really well. He can get into contact, but like we said, he's not a great finisher. And he's a pretty good outside shooter. I, I would guess probably around 33 34% at the next level. He would be a good addition to Kentucky. Now, just like Michael Mulder, it wouldn't be the end-all, be-all Kentucky's going to cut down the nets in 2016. He's not that type of player where it makes Kentucky easily the favorite to win the national t- championship. But it'd be some nice added depth 
And also, he'd probably be a guy that'd be around for an extra year or two, which, not to open up this entire can of worms, because this could be a whole different conversation, John Calipari has always in the past been cautious of this, but you also don't want to have too many players on your roster, Trevor, from one year to the next, because when John Calipari's going after elite talent, they don't want a crowded backcourt, they don't want a crowded frontcourt, depending on what position they are. So... He needs to be careful not to load up that backcourt because he's in a good spot with a lot of good, really, really good players in 2016. He's already looking at his backcourt right now. Well, Briscoe, it could be a one-and-done, but I'm a, I would assume Ulysses and Mulder will be back for a junior and senior season. Briscoe will be a one-and-done. I am 90% sure of it. Ulysses, uh, again, if he, you, I think Ulysses is going to be of the... Ulysses is not going after this. He's too small. Even if he does have an impactful year, there's no way he's going to... After junior year, I could accept it, even being undersized. But it, it is size factor. You, you got to go three years, and you'd be smart to go three years because you you want to take advantage of that one more year. You can be a god on campus. Well, yes and no. But here's the thing: if he were to have a, a solid season where he averages ten points, nine assists, I mean that's that'd be an unbelievable stat line for him. Ten points, nine assists, shoots. 42%, 43% from three like he did last season, but but hits a lot more of them. His, he's not going to get taller, Trevor. So if an NBA team says, hey, I'm looking to draft you in the first round, you had an unbelievable season, he might have to jump on that. He's not going first round. Ever, you don't think? No. He can go second round, but he's not going to go first round. I think there could be a scenario somewhere along the line in the next three years where he could work his way into a first round pick. I would. Yes, I, but, I, I, I don't want to say never because I, I mean, if he comes out as a senior and, and that draft could, die, so I don't want to say never. I'd have to obviously see the draft, the draft group he's in. But it would be, I'll, I'll give him this. At best, he'd be low, low twenties at the end of the first round because Nate Robinson, I believe, even went in the first round at that point, and I think around twenty fifth, and he was, you know, he's five foot seven, so there is a possibility but it's a very very slim possibility but you're also you're also forgetting about and I hate saying this but there is some truth to it you're forgetting about the Kentucky effect and I do the little bunny I do the little bunny ears when I say that but if if he can lead Kentucky to another final four at times look like the better player than Isaiah Briscoe show that he's a, a, a very solid defender now obviously he's not going to be able to He's, there's only going to be so many players in the NBA that he's going to be able to guard because of just physical limitations. But if he's the star of the show on the program, on the team that's getting the most exposure and the most attention, I would not be shocked if an NBA team said, hey, we're we're very late in the draft, late in the first round, to say, hey, we're very interested in you. We, we think that you could be a good addition, a good backup that we'd be able to have some time with. I don't. I think he. I think if he had one really good year, he could make the jump, because he's not gonna. Because he's not gonna get any taller. His body is his body, and it's not gonna be any different now or in ten or twelve years. But he's never going to be guaranteed even a late first round. He might have a shot going. Okay, I think I can sneak into the 25, 26, 20, in that twenty five to thirty area if I come out now. But it's no guarantee. So why not at least at worst even do three years at Kentucky? Where again, you can it's kind of the same similar approach I saw I talked about with Russ Smith when a couple years ago when you know the debate of should Russ come back for his senior year. You're not gonna really improve your stock. Tyler Ulysses is never gonna go higher than probably the twenty fifth pick in the draft if he's lucky. Come back, enjoy so, that last year, enjoy no, another year no, 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 on no. campus and be the man. Enjoy no, on that the, time. No. On the flip side, if you're not gonna improve your stock, then shouldn't you go? Shouldn't you start making money while you can if your stock's not gonna improve? If you desperately need money for you know, personal reasons, and it's fine. Go ahead if that's what you want to do. But I don't see who doesn't need a few million dollars. I, well, but if you're going to get the same money in two years, why not enjoy the time that you have on campus right now? Enjoy the life that you have instead of going and making a couple hundred thousand dollars overseas and being a no one in, in you know, Singapore or something, and no one notices you except for they realize you're the only black guy in town. What I if mean, he? What instead he, of that, you can spend a year being maybe a little broker, but not bro, not destitute, but broker. No, and no, you're no, still the no. man on campus, and you have a no, good time. No, it, no, no, you're putting too much an emphasis on being the man on campus <laughs> and having a good time. It's the Kentucky uh, that, effect. That, 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 that's that's for <laughs> for you and me. That sounds very appealing. If we could be, you know, hot stuff walking around campus, that'd be awesome. 
Uh, at this point, Tyler Ulis, I'm sure he's probably used to it. But oh wow! What 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 about your your whole argument of if your draft stock isn't going to change? That works much more. That works against you a lot more than it works for you. Because what about injuries? What if he finds himself during his junior at UK on a not overly talented UK team? So he has to get he has to do a lot by himself, and then he gets exposed for not being able to kind of take over a game from any other position besides just a point guard that can distribute and score when he's open. I, I, listen, I'd never accept it. What about injury? You can't live go into as a player with the fear of having an injury affecting your decision-making. This isn't like last night. Oh, this stop. isn't like last night's SEC story, which was a very good one about you know Shaq and Dale Brown, where he, he told him you got to go pro now instead of coming back because you're getting hacked and you were the guaranteed number one pick. You're talking about a kid that's maybe, and we're still guaranteed getting into the first round. To, to, to sum it up, you have you listened to his junior year. I think you, I think he should be safe of that. I, I think that I agree, we're 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 splitting hairs here. I, I agree are. with you. I agree with you. But I'm saying that if he ever has a really really good one season before his senior year, I wouldn't be, be shocked. I, right. I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't shocked to see him go because he's he, he's got to strike while the iron's hot. He's not going to get taller. He, like you said, he's probably never going to be able to work his way into the lottery. I know somebody so told if, Anthony Davis that too. What's that? You're not going to get any taller. Well, did they? Because I don't think they did. I'm just saying. I don't know. Somebody might have told Dennis Robin that, and he went up seven inches in one year. So what if? What if <laughs> Tyler that, just woke up? Tyler Ellis he... <laughs> had some freakish gross gross spurt. He woke up like uh, Tom Hanks and big. Was he like a little kid? And he wake, he wakes up next morning. He's a big adult. That would be something. We need to head to another commercial break, but this is a a great time to tell you that the Sports Soccer is brought to you by Allen Electric, Kentucky, and his first and only electrician dedicated to residential repairs. Give them a call, 636-HELP, for any electrical service. Allen Electric will never leave you in the dark. I'm in the basement here. It's well lit. The electrical outlet's all perfect. Uh, This is a house that was foreclosed on for two years, so a lot of work needed to be done. Allen Electric did a fantastic job doing just that. So we'll be right back. Stick around here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. Every man, I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. You got You're listening to the Sports Talker with TJ Walker, presented by Allen Electric. I'm like Butch Cassidy, and Michael is like Mozart. You try and hurt Mozart, you're going to get a bullet in your head, courtesy of Butch Cassidy. We're back here, 1450 The Sports Buzz. The adventures of this microphone continue. So where we stand now is now I'm actually talking to you all through the microphone via Bluetooth. Earlier, I think I thought I was talking to you all through the microphone. It was really just through the computer. The bad news is I don't, I, I've been told it's not much better. The good news is, is the segment's only three minutes, so we can re uh, we can remove back to the other mic uh, at the top of the hour. Yeah, uh, this is this is a, a disaster. The, the, but again, these headphones are awesome, great headphones. Uh, I guess just the microphone isn't as good as we had hoped. Well, I'll, see, right. well, I'll see look at, so. take a look at your uh, your environment. If you've noticed, uh, despite while it's not the most pleasant to the eyesight if you in the time you uh the, the few times you've been in our studio you did notice that there are like uh the soft uh egg egg cone things on the wall which helps from sound bouncing off the walls yeah i i know that too this isn't probably the most acoustically developed room in the world but it's not 
eh, eh, whatever. Our studio looks like that room in Armageddon that Luke Wilson says is the most scariest room he's ever been in, except with posters. I, Trevor, this must be a new me. I'm starting to actually care about how I sound on the radio and <laughs> taking a little a little bit of pride in, in, in what people are listening to. Eight years in this business, I haven't given one damn about that. It's, but I, I, I feel bad. Anyways, um, so we'll, it's a, it'll be a work in progress. Hopefully, uh, the the sounding and or the listening experience will be better for you all at home and in your car, radio, or, or listening on the TuneIn Radio app, whatever you may be doing. Uh, we'll we'll work to get it better. Uh, we don't we don't have a lot of time in this segment, so we're not going to get into anything too too great. We were talking Tyler Ulis and and where he could go in the draft or if he could possibly leave early. I would say the best bet, Trevor, is he's going to be probably a four-year guy. But, again, if he were to ever have just an unbelievable year, lead Kentucky to a national title or Final Four, runner-up, he's the star of the show. The NBA team's going to see him say, wow, he was able to do that at Kentucky. Look at all this talent they have. Look at all the great players that surrounded him. And he was still the guy that we're talking about. He'll, he'll, he'll leave, and he'll go first round. I'll, I'm just leaving it at that. Now, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not, because he's always going to have a lot of other good guys around him that may not over, maybe not outshine him, but will, will obviously be the talk of the town, just much like how Carl Anthony Towns was. That was a lot of towns in one sentence. Not including the town starring Ben Affleck. It's <laughs> a good point. I didn't even think of that. So... Uh, I don't think Kentucky fans need to worry about it. Also, there's also a little bit of belief that Tyler Ellis is hurting Kentucky slightly in recruiting. Now, the question is, would you rather have a sophomore Tyler Ellis or a freshman Malik Newman? Because people, point guards and, and, and elite talent guards out of high school, they want to have the ball in their hand. So you have... Tyler Ulis, who's obviously going to, he's a true point guard. He, he may be hurting UK's recruiting a little bit, but that, would you rather have a freshman Malik Newman or a sophomore Tyler Ulis? Would you rather have a freshman Malik Monk next year, next next year, 2016-2017, or a junior Tyler Ulis? These are all fair questions, but I don't think Tyler Ulis being there is helping recruiting. But he probably is helping UK's team, so maybe maybe we'll throw that into a little game of fact and factor fiction, which we're going to do after the break here on fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz. So stick around; we will be right back. You're listening to The Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. We are a family here, and Phyllis is a valued member of that family, like a grandmother. I'm the same age as you, Michael. I don't know about that. We're the same high school class. Well, I have a late birthday, and usually September is a cutoff point. Presented by Allen Electric. Here, have a dollar. In fact, no, brother, man. Here, have two. Two dollars means a snack for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong. Serve God only. We're back here. Okay, I think Ed, that's a great song coming in after the another fantastic office quote. Proud of you, Trevor. I didn't think you would recognize that song. I didn't think you were uh, old enough to know Arrested Development. Well, I, I, I'm not probably not. Not the TV not. show, which was also great, too, by the way. I'm a, I like Arrested Development as well. But I, I, I'm probably not old enough to know it, but I do, and I like it, so... I used, so to work, good job. I used to work with a guy at uh, Texas Roadhouse or, uh, in uh, Bowling Green that could uh, sing the entire Mr. Wendell song. He used to entertain us in the kitchen when he'd do it. Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I couldn't sing you the entire song, but I do like the song, so uh, that's that's the extent of that. All right, so 
Here's what we figured out on the microphone. Microphone gate 2015. Uh, this one probably just isn't going to cut it. Probably just not going to cut it. Probably going to have to take it back. Hopefully this sounds better for you all right now, or at least sounds normal, because I'm back to just using the computer with no microphone. Um, but, yeah, the, the PS4 dreams may, may have crashed and burned, Trevor. I think it's subconsciously the, uh, the, the equipment knew that you weren't using it with the PS4, so it didn't do its job properly. I might have been swindled. A damn Bill Gates. But, anyway, so we'll, we'll get this figured out, a work in progress. So, uh, we, we've talked a lot of basketball and, and this and that in the first hour of the show. Uh, now it's time to play a little fact or fiction. Trevor, next week, hopefully, we'll have uh, something queued up. I will. And uh, remember, you can tweet in questions, or just you can tweet in phrases, and I'll, and I'll touch on them. Uh, you can always call in 502-384-1450 to the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line. Trevor, that, that phone line is almost comically long. I say, did, you, did you hear me kind of laugh a little bit when you said, I didn't mean to laugh, but yeah, that's that's very, it's a very long name. Well, you know, it's more cars to pick from. Or it, I mean, it is, a, it is a great, it is an unbelievable selection, and I'm not, I'm not saying that. They need, they need to come up with some sort of acronym. <laughs> Everyone else R. does. They, it, but it's, it, it almost sounds like a, almost like a fake radio bit when saying it because it's just there's so oxmoor chrysler dodge jeep and ram bus line uh, it's it's good stuff though but you can always call into that 502-384-1450 uh trevor you can you can send some my way i'm gonna obviously send some your way so let's let's go on and get the game going all right let's rock and Fact roll or fiction trevor i'll start it with you kentucky is going to beat Louisville in both basketball and football next season? Fiction. You have to explain yourself. Because while one, clearly basketball seems very likely, even with the question marks surrounding both, actually both programs or both lineups going into next season, despite Kentucky's uh, close shot at Louisville, and despite Louisville do losing a lot, I still feel Louisville is a is a favorite going into football. So therefore, unless they are a, a it's a even money or it's no line zero straight up, I'm going to go with the favorite. So therefore, it's a fiction. But that game being a Commonwealth, I'm not I'm not so sure. I mean, remember Kentucky probably should have won that football game last year. But that, that's not I'm not denying that, that 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 doesn't you know that doesn't equate that doesn't mean anything. Ultimately, they didn't win it. Louisville should but, have beaten Florida State. Yeah, you're right about that as well. It, it, and, and Kentucky probably should have won the national championship in basketball this yeah. year. That's not the way it always works, though. Uh, so I, I, I think that's. I think they will. I think that's a fact. I, I'm not surprised that you said it's a fiction. All right, next one. Mike White last more than four years at Florida. Fact or fiction? Uh, um. You know, I'm going to say fact. Uh, three straight uh, conference, you are two back-to-back conference USA championships despite falling short and not getting into the NCAA tournament. Three straight 26-win seasons at uh, Louisiana Tech did a real good job turning them around. And on top of it, he's the first person I ever interviewed in radio. Ever? Yeah, I did a recorded uh, Ole Miss was to play Louisville. He was the assistant coach at Ole Miss in 2008. And I did a, a recorded interview with him uh, before the game for uh, the radio station I was at. Well, that is a fun fact. Who would have who would have thunk it? It was probably one of the worst interviews he's ever done, and probably still is one of the worst interviews he's ever done because he got some wet behind the ear kid who uh, his coach decided to send him to instead of doing it himself. Andy Kennedy, of course, we all know now Kennedy was a little busy at the time doing other yeah. things. Understandable. Uh, I say. It's fiction. I don't think he's going to last. I think it's a bad hire. And I don't think Mike White is going to be a bad coach. Then again, Florida's generally pretty loyal to their coaches, so I could see him also being underwhelming and still just kind of farting around down there for a while. But 
So maybe said, you said four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe I, maybe I'll say fact there, but I don't think he's gonna. Do, I don't think it's a very good hire. So okay, I'm 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 gonna see Saul back over to fact. Although I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's gonna be successful there. I, I think that's a, a bad a bad hire. Uh, Rob Blackhawk. Rob Blackhawk says fact or fiction. Blackhawks hoist the Stanley Cup next month. Uh, if there was a don't care feature in the Factor Fiction game, I'd go with that. But I'll just say fiction because I, I, I think that the Ducks are going to win the West, and then I don't know if anybody's going to be able to get past the Capitals. I say fact because the Ducks suck because they dropped the Mighty off their name and because if the Blackhawks win, I get to see Clark Griswold wearing his 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 jersey from Christmas Vacation on Facebook and Twitter all day. And that makes you happy? It does make me happy. It's the little things that make us smile. That's what she Underst- said. Understandable. Uh, Captain Arctic wants fact or fiction, UK will end up with one more five-star prior to August. Oh, that's a tough one. Now, if you would have said one more player, yeah. I probably would have said fact. I'm going to probably go fiction just because that seems like the safer of the bet, the safer of the two bets. I think they're going to find a fine spot. Excuse me, I've got the hiccups. Uh, not the hiccups. I just had a burp. But uh, I think they're going to find spot with Jamal Murray. And I think if push came to shove with Don Maker, they 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 could find themselves in a in a decent position. But Oregon's been on Jamal Murray longer. I know Murray has never visited Lexington. He's probably going to. It's going to be a secret visit. Ooh, the suspense. But don't know when that's going to be. He's probably going to visit. But if he wanted to commit to Kentucky, I mean, the sell's going to be the same that it was a week ago, two weeks ago. And you could say the same thing about Oregon, and a school that's been recruiting him much longer. But Oregon doesn't have the same options as some of the other schools that are now coming on to Jamal or Jamal Murray late. So he wants to weigh out everything that each school has to offer. But he knows what Kentucky has to offer. He knows what's there, the good and the bad. So I don't really see uh, I, I If I had to guess, I'd say he probably doesn't end up at UK. Got one for you, now, TJ. Well, I, hold on. I, I, do think, I do think they probably get LeGerald Vick if they want him. But if they want LeGerald Vick, they're not getting Jamal Murray. So if they offer him and take a commitment from him, they're not getting Jamal Murray. That's just a fact. Speaking of fact or fiction, Trevor, go on. And to answer his question on my part, I'll say fiction because, as you mentioned, the opportunities are few and far between right now at this point. Back to fiction, TJ. Kentucky does not win both the SEC regular season and tournament next year in basketball. They don't win the regular season or the tournament? No, regular season and the tournament, both. Oh, uh, that's... Silence isn't good for radio, TJ. (laughs) That's that's what I'm thinking here. That's a tough one because... Let me give you a cupcake? Come on, man. I'm I'm sure that they are going to win one. But, you know, the 2012 team didn't win the SEC tournament. And that was one of the better basketball teams maybe of all time. At least in my opinion. Okay, Jim Gray. Now, what's the answer? Fact or fiction? Fact, they will win both. Okay. I, I don't know exactly where the SEC tournament is next year. I, I imagine that it's Nashville because that's where they're going to be for a long time with the exception of a few little things here and there. I've got it pulled up now, so I'll, I'll know. Uh, it is in Nashville. So it's going to be another 90% UK crowd. LSU will be fun to watch. Uh, a lot of SEC – Vanderbilt's going to be much improved. There's going to be a lot of SEC teams that are going to be better, but I still think Kentucky is easily the best team in the conference. So I think without a doubt they were going to win the regular season, the conference outright. And then I, I do think they'll be able to win three games in three days again in Nashville. That was a good one, though, Trevor, uh, because the conference tournaments, you know, who knows? And we all know about John Calipari not liking not liking conference tournaments. Wait, so did you give me a little piece of radio advice there that not saying anything for a few seconds is bad for radio? It can. Well, it depends how long the silence is, and it also depends on who's being silent. Like, when I'm silent, it's probably better for radio. That's understandable. I'm, I'm, I'm down here in my basement, and there's just – I don't know where it came from, but there's a ton of dog hair, and it just keeps getting into my throat. Has <laughs> Abe been in the basement? Abe has been, but Abe's got short hair, and he doesn't shed. 
So it's not his. I don't know what other dog's been down here. Or there also could be maybe a raccoon or some other critter. It's pretty dark down here. But the way you keep saying you're in the basement, I don't know why I can't get this image out of my head, but I just keep picturing you on like a little on your computer in like the in the tunnel that Buffalo Bill threw people down, like threw Joe Dirt down. And you're like you're sitting down there. I'm ready for like your next line to be it puts the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> you know, I just I don't know why. I just can't get this image out of my head of you down in this like tunnel, this, this basement hole. Like Joe Dirt. <laughs> Another great Joe Dirt quote, and I like it throughout the movie. Everybody keeps telling him they heard about what happened, and they feel so sorry for him. Of course, that is a uh, reference to Silence of the Lambs. You, you know and that. I, 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 oh, my god! Just gosh, making Trevor. sure. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I'm just wanting to know. Obviously, know that. Okay, uh, let, me ask, let me ask you one, Trevor. We've okay. got another one coming in from Captain Arctic. We'll get to that. I, I see it. Kentucky football makes a bowl game this year, fact or fiction? Uh, I don't remember the schedule completely on, on my head, but I remember most of it sticking out, and I remember discussing it when it was released on afternoon drive. So I'm going to say fact. Uh, I, believe there's, I believe I remember the out-of-conference schedule, at least outside of Louisville, which is still a toss-up game, even though I did go with fiction in the first question saying Louisville could win it. I, but I said that also because I thought Louisville would be a still a favorite. Uh, I, I think that's three wins. I think, yeah, out-of-conference guaranteed. I think yes. I'm going to go fact. I think they improve and at least get six wins this year. I think it is a fact as well that they will find a way to win six games. I think it's a very favorable schedule. A lot of winnable games at home. Um, some of their games that you can kind of just throw out or or on the road. Really, I, I, really, this might be the first year where Kentucky, I think, only has one, maybe two throwaway games where you kind of know they're not going to win. They're not going to go down to Georgia and win and they probably aren't going to go to Mississippi State and win. Uh, they the, the Auburn game, well, some would say that's a throwaway game. But how they're much not is Mississippi that. State losing this year? I mean, they lost a lot, I know, because I saw them all getting picked up in the draft, especially on defense. Well, and, the, and Kentucky generally plays Mississippi State very close, too. So, oh. I, I, you know, you can make a case of that. That's not even a throwaway game. And they, they should have probably won there two years ago under Stoops on a team that won two games. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, we, maybe that's not a throwaway game. Some people would say the Auburn game would be, but that's at Commonwealth Stadium on a Thursday night game, and I don't think Kentucky's ever hosted a Thursday night game before. That atmosphere is going to be bonkers. No, they, I was going to say, the, they beat South Carolina, but that was at South Carolina, I guess, on Thursday night, wasn't it? They lost to South Carolina, but that they, they did play at South Carolina on a Thursday night. Well, they beat they beat South Carolina on a Thursday night. This is, this is dating, because I think Antonio Farrell was the quarterback, I think was the, his name. They got well, to they, go they, for Jeff Speedy back in the mid, early 90s. But I think that was at yeah. South Carolina. Okay, well, that's yeah, that's obviously before me. They played there in 2007 at South Carolina, and that they actually lost their first game. They were 5-0 and with Andre Woodson. They went down to South Carolina. I remember exactly. I was in my basement watching that game, eating chili and hot dogs. They lost. I was upset. The next week, they come back, beat LSU. Kentucky football had never been cooler. That was that. Those were the days. I do remember that game too. I was watching that at Glen Oaks Country Club. I was working as a bartender there at the time. But I, I think okay. So let's just say they've got, they've got one game where you feel very good about them not winning, and that's at Georgia. I don't think South Carolina is without a doubt a loss for Kentucky. That's second game of the year. You know who knows what to expect in that game. In South Carolina, they've got some, they've got a lot of things to figure out too. So I'm not, and they, and they. Have played. They beat South Carolina last year. Now, you know it was a very bad South Carolina team. But I'm not ready to say that is. So and you know how I feel I about Kentucky just, shot at Georgia. You know how I feel about that. Oh goodness, jeez, <laughs> that that was funny. Those were the good old days. Uh, what, did, so, what was it? Fifty six to three was the final. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it was. It was not pretty, and I had to cover that game. And man, that was a, that was a long season. I can tell you that much. Uh, yes, yes, that was a long weekend for me. Let's move on. Captain Arctic, fact or fiction, roster clogging slash panicking will hurt UK recruiting and be the downfall of Calipari. Fiction. I, I I don't think Calipari will have a downfall at Kentucky. I think his downfall will be getting old and getting tired of having to deal with us UK media members. I think that will be the uh, his downfall, which won't really be a downfall. It will be a retirement. Uh, roster clogging. I don't know exactly what you mean ab uh, about panicking, but 
Clogging's not gonna that, that's that's not gonna necessarily hurt UK going forward. I did write a column. You can read it on Cats Illustrated right now, and I don't write a lot of columns, so go on and go on and do it. Don't be shy. You know you want to. Uh, I wrote about how platooning and John Calipari's little blog post that he wrote a few days ago. That's all fine and dandy. I, it was well said. It, it touched on all the achievements that the team did last year and how John Calipari basically was forced to platoon, but recruits aren't going to believe that because they've been hearing that from Calipari all season, but they're not going to believe it until they see it. Actions speak louder than words. They're going to want to see UK not platoon, and, and then UK will be the school that I think they've been in the last few years instead of this outlier where they missed out on some recruits. Now, again, still a really good recruiting class, still a chance to be the number one recruiting class. A lot of dominoes left to fall. What do you what do you say there, Trevor? I say fiction. If there's going to be a downfall of Kentucky, Cal Perry at Kentucky, it'll have nothing to do with recruiting. It'll be probably what causes him to leave to the NBA. I, I, I'll leave I, it at that for all Louisville fans to fill in the blank. So I I, I get what you're saying, and uh, if, like you wanna, if you want if you want to talk about downfall, if if you want to use that word literally, then you're actually probably li- right because I don't I don't. It's not like Calipari's ever going to start having multiple back-to-back NIT years where he's struggling to to sneak into the tournament and, and not getting top players. That's just never going to happen. Uh, as long as John Calipari's at Kentucky, they're going to be in on top recruits. Uh, they, now, again, they might they have years where they miss on a lot of them, but that's that, that, won't, that won't happen all that often. You ready for mine, TJ? All right, we'll do one more. Yeah, let's uh, hear it. Fact or fiction, you secretly want to be going with me tomorrow night to the WWE House event. Uh, that is 100% fiction. Liar. 100%. That's why it's, you're secretly wanting to. Fiction as could be. Uh, that That is more fiction than Game of Thrones. Why don't you embrace the wrestling of the, the wrestling culture that is so popular in the Ohio Valley and Louisville area? Where is this? Where Where is it taking place at? <laughs> it's at Freedom Hall. See, I, I would only go there to be able to go in Freedom Hall again because I love Freedom Hall. Yeah, I do enjoy freedom all myself. I, I almost does it, does it still smell like roasted nuts? <laughs> I don't. I can't. I cannot either deny nor uh, to confirm that. Fact or fiction? It still smells like roasted nuts in there. I will. Uh, I'll have to answer that on Monday or next week's fact or fiction. I, I mean, Freedom Hall was a dump, but you walked in and the smell of German <laughs> roasted nuts just hit you, and man, you just you didn't want to leave. That smell reminds me of the mall at December. Yeah, especially yeah. someone who worked at the mall for four years. Well, you worked at the mall for four years. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Where at? Cardboard Heroes. Okay, that's uh, I, I could see you. I could see you getting that job. Started in March of two thousand and left in two thousand four. I could see you interviewing and be like, "Hey, I love sports. <laughs> I'll be able to sell all this stuff." Well, we sold jerseys, memorabilia, and items like that. And it's no longer well, and I bounced around from between St. Matthew's Mall, Oxmoor Mall, Green Tree Mall. Greenshaw Mall, by the way, not the funnest. Uh, Jefferson Mall, which was, uh, I guess, my way of being punished for showing up late one day for a shift uh, and things like that. But it's, I think Cardboard was actually closed down. I went to the mall a couple of days ago or a couple of months ago to get a gift, they, birthday gift, and they got bought out by Foot Lock or something, I was told. Yeah, I, the last few times I went there around Christmas time, they had all these ridiculous sales yeah. saying that they were going out of business. Sometimes I think people just do that. Uh, just to try to up their sales, say that they're growing out of business, but I think they actually were. They did. Well, they got bought out. Because uh, I still actually talked to the guy that uh, was my manager. He was the general manager of their main corporate stores, which is up in Dayton, was up in Dayton, Ohio. And he told me they were, the process was in, was happening, unfortunately. And I missed that sale. I wish I could have gotten a hold of it because he told about told me to, told me about it later. But uh, it was it was a fun place to work, other than being in the mall. Well, that's a fun story time there. So, but it is a fiction. I will not be going with you to wrestling. Is this like an actual WWE event or is it? Yeah, it's a house. It's what they call a house show where it's, uh, it's just, it's the same matches you would see on a televised event, even a pay-per-view for that. I'm sure Cena will go against Rusev, who's been on the last few pay-per-views, uh, but it doesn't. It's almost like the war, the universe of the WWE universe, the wrestling universe is like in a, in a standstill when it goes to house shows. Like you won't, you'll see these guys go at it, but it doesn't be, it's not acknowledged in the television universe of wrestling. 
close, and it's always been that way. You see all the same stars and, and matches that you would on television, but you see it up close. And it's really not a lot of – they don't get a huge crowd, so it's kind of cool. You can almost always – last time they were here, I went with my buddy and his guy and his kid. He's a big wrestling best guy like I was when I was his age at 10 and 11. Still him, though. We got to go all the way. We were like four rows from the from ringside. Really awesome seats. Got to go. Got to run up. To, he, me, and him would go up there. I'd take him up to the the gate right when they were walking in. He could be right, you know, five feet from the wrestlers. It's pretty cool. Well, geez, Uncle Trevor sounds like he's got away with kids. <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't like the way that sounded, but yeah, I, I mean, I like hanging out. I like taking. It's fun. Grow up, Trevor. And, and last time I went to well, the one and only time I've ever been to a wrestling event, it was at Freedom Hall. I think I was in probably seventh or eighth grade. And my mom, obviously my mom had to take my brother and me. Uh, we were way too young to go by ourselves. And she, that's not really her crowd of people, my mom's. Uh, so you know, that just shows how good of a mom she is. She got beer poured on her or accidentally poured on her. Um, she, it was a nightmare for her. But I just remember Stone Cold coming out and I asked her if I could say, hell yeah. If if he you know isn't that his little thing? That was him. one of his yeah one of his taglines. And I asked her if I was able to say that, and she said no. So <laughs> I'm not one of those. I, I'm not one of the. It's still real to me, guys, from the uh, the YouTube videos. But I do love me some wrestling. But I always I've always looked at it from more more realistic point of view, almost as a business view. Enjoy it as a sport. I do ta- I do get caught up in the storylines and the characters on occasion though. That was uh, that was a, a, a fun fun factor fiction first time edition. So we'll we'll make that a staple for Fridays. Here's a little uh, future uh, Ask Gates question. Ask Gates about his thoughts on wrestling. He's actually a wrestling fan as well. That surprises me. He kind of looked like he could be a wrestler. <laughs> not big enough. I could be. A, I'm not trying out for Tough Enough, which is the new season coming up on uh, next month for you uh, for WWE. But uh, I would love that. Love to try to get wrestling. I'm not. I wouldn't last five minutes. I wouldn't. Would the, not. You wouldn't either. The the always sunny birds of prey episode. <laughs> yes, where <laughs> it's yes, it's a great. I have seen that episode. It's a great episode. It is fantastic. All right, we're out of time. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening all week here on fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz. Don't forget that Sports Talker all week has been brought to you by Allen Electric, and will stay that way for weeks to come. Call them six three six help for any electrical service and the Kentucky Anna area. Enjoy your weekend, guys. 1450 Come on, it's okay.